Welcome to the GameDev.TV Community Podcast. I'm your host KB, and I would like to introduce you to industry professionals and people who successfully made their path to the video game industry. I hope that you enjoy the podcast and get useful tips that will bring you closer to achieving your dreams. Now, let's get right into the podcast. Welcome to the GameDev.TV Podcast. I'm KB from LA. Ricardo, thank you. <laughs> and I'm joining from Warsaw here in Poland, Ricardo. Hey, this is Aaron. I'm joining from Chicago. And today we have John Marshall on our podcast. He's a game developer trying to make the most out of life, working on this amazing Kingdom Hearts 2 project. And John, if you want to let them know a little bit more about yourself, we can go from there. Hello, I'm John Marshall, and I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. I'm currently in Atlanta, Georgia right now. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's crazy. So, Kingdom Hearts 2 project. Yes. So I used to live in Jacksonville, Florida. I moved last year. That's crazy. So wh- where in Jacksonville, Florida did you live? I was around um, Cassett. Mm, or Northside. Uh, where is that exactly? I don't know. I, I, lived, I grew up in like the um, the most secure, Julington Creek, like the most secure, safe place in Jacksonville. I didn't hear about all the bad stuff until I went like to Town Center or Northside. Yeah, I was more on the west side. Mm. Okay. Well, cool. So then, how did you get into game developing? Was it like your passion with games, and you're like, I want to make my own, or fix Kingdom Hearts 2 to Unreal? So, it all began mainly when I was younger, and I would play games, and it'd be like a whole different experience to me than like watching a movie or, you know, watching a TV show. It was like... You get to be immersed into it, play as your own character, that kind of thing. I always thought that concept was cool, and that got me into creating games. I started very, very young, learning how to code and program, that kind of thing. So what age was that, like like in your middle school, high school age, or is it younger? Yeah, around middle school. I was in the middle school when I first started. They, they were terrible, any... but I still <laughs> True. did. So did you have any classes in the... Middle school, high school, or middle school, you said, but was it like really good programming classes or was it just courses you're taking? Well, mainly um, since my uh, schools didn't offer any courses like that, I would just watch YouTube videos and then I would try to replicate what they did there and then learn the terms after doing it. Mm, okay. And then what was some things you were having difficulty with and how did you overcome them? I think the the main thing that was difficult when I was first learning was the point that everything isn't going to come easy. Like I mm, figured it'd be straightforward, but um, I had a lot of struggles with programming when I first started because, you know, missing semicolons or and that kind of thing, all your, your code will get scrambled and then you're confused for days on end. And then it kind of makes you want to give up, but, Mm-hmm. I kept going at it until I got it to work. So how long were you in that, like, I want to give up phase? Was that for a while, a couple months? Uh, it lasted It lasted for a few years, actually. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I, every time I would run into an error, I would try to start a different thing or a different co- uh, code. So I would try different methods to do the same thing until I found the right way to do it. Or I would get good enough to recognize the mistakes that I made mm-hmm. on the other code. 
Yeah, I can relate to that too because I'll do things and it won't work. I'll put like a little function, blah, blah. And then I will do something totally different to try to solve the problem that it didn't work. And then I get lost in like a rabbit hole of like, okay, well, I need to figure this and then it works. So let me go do something else. And then like, I guess, I don't know, I get like fatigued as in like, I know I'm about to do something that's going to take me like another two hours and I don't want to do it. So then I'm like, let me just start a whole new project. Let me just do something that's easier. Let me make a whole new game. Let me just scratch everything. So how did you go from like having that difficulty to actually completing a project? Well, I haven't completed any progress projects yet, but um, completing like minor things like finishing a code or like making this door work, that kind of things I have done, but I'm working towards finishing a project right now. <laughs> the the <Right>. best answer <laughs> would have been, well, as soon as I finish one, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically in, in short. Yes, basically, yeah, that's, that's where that went to. <laughs> so let's dive into then the project you're working on now. How did that start? Did you just, I think I saw one, one point you were like, hey, I love this game and I want to learn how to do game dev by recreating it in Unreal. Well, um. Mainly, I had tried to do it before because that really was the first reason why I started doing game development was because of Kingdom Hearts itself. That that was the my favorite game as a child. And Same. I was like, this is my favorite game. I want to recreate it someday mm -hmm. and make it look beautiful so I can re-experience that as if I were playing it for the first time. <laughs> So many people inspired in just the same way to get into game development. Mm -hmm. So this is a pretty, it's a pretty big task. <laughs> so you're, it definitely is. Yes, yeah, so you're trying to create the whole game, right? Like all levels, all the cutscenes, all everything. <laughs> yes. Um, mainly, I created it so I could get to learn how to do game development better. Because yeah, even from my past experiences, I was never really good at it until I started this project where I literally broke everything down and tried to master every aspect of it. Yeah, it's it's just crazy. Like, I'm looking at everything, and I'm, I'm like, you guys, how so how long have you guys been working on this? Because you have a different people on the team, right? You have, like, a modeler and then a tester. How many people are on the so, team? So um, I'm not too sure how many people are on the team right now. It's a, it's a quite a few people, but um, I do majority of the work. Usually I have... Other people monitor what I do so I can make sure that it looks okay to everyone else, if that makes sense. No, that makes sense, yeah. Because whenever I'm looking at my own work, I, I can't see the errors mm -hmm. in my own work. So I, I have the team assess what I do. And then, of course, some of them do help with modeling, but I do all of the programming, the um, user interface. I've done all of that. As well I would, as, I would love um, to when, like, later on. But like, just see like some of the stuff you did in Unreal, because that that just be wild to me. See how like you got like all the animations right with the the different level, like just different things to see how you recreated some of these cool levels. Especially with the genie coming out and you put like the final boss as a joke. I was like, Gosh, <laughs> yes. I just want to see all like, oh, I love this, dude. That that's what's been motivating me to continue actually, because I'm like. I would have never imagined I'd see this game like this. <laughs> <'Cause> honestly, <laughs> because... I think it's the best one. I don't know how you feel about that, but 
that's I think it's personally the, my my choice too. I I like this game the most. Yeah, because Kingdom Hearts three was okay, but it lacked a proper story. What would be the right word? Like flow. It it went too quick at the end, and then it was so quick to end a like ten game ending because it's basically all the games beforehand. And I was like, you guys really rushed this for for all these years building up. And I was like, ah, this doesn't do it for me. Gotta go back and play the second one. I also think because the second one's more dark. I don't know. Why do you think the second one stands out more? Um, I feel like the mechanics on that on this game particularly were better. If if that makes sense, I I don't know. I guess it's a personal preference thing, but I just felt like it, the combat and all that kind of thing. Mm. Even the story was just everything was perfect <laughs> in my eyes, especially since it was like one of the first games I've ever played. So it might have been biased, but that. That's how okay, I wait. Kingdom Hearts two or Kingdom Hearts one was your first Kingdom game. Kingdom Hearts two. Kingdom Hearts two oh, was my first one. No which way. Which was very funny. It was actually my first one, and then must have been so I went confused. back and played. I was confused, but I was a kid, so <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. I just know it was fun. Yeah, it's weird what they did too, because Kingdom Hearts, the Kingdom Hearts two the way it begins it shows a lot of chain of memories, which was that Game Boy game. So even I didn't play that. So I played Kingdom Hearts one, and it jumped to Kingdom Hearts two, and was just like, what's happening here? Why? Why is he not the main character anymore? Why is this that? Like, I was so confused. But it was cool because he got me hooked. I was like, I want to know what's going on. And then that. So have you gotten to the, like, what parts of the game have you already, like, completed? <laughs> or, I'm getting excited about this. So, but yeah. <laughs> we're going to dive deeply so, <laughs> into which parts of the game he's completed. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. <laughs> like, from, like, from playing Kingdom Hearts or which parts of his game has he completed? Oh, you know, his, so, yeah, his, his version of it. I want to know, like, if he got to a certain scene or if they're just doing all the mechanics. So um, how I'm developing it right now with the team is... Uh, so I've started by creating models. So... We started by creating all of the weapons, so pretty much every all staff keyblades? and keyblades. Yeah, no. pretty much every keyblade and staff is made, and the shields as well. Fuck. So pretty much all of those are done. There are so many, and <laughs> it took so much time. Um, we haven't started on characters, not too many at least. So we have quite a few characters. Um, I, we're mainly structuring it right now. That's how I feel, feel like it's going right now. We haven't really made the story and progression wise like i got you. so yeah. we haven't made any of the cutscenes or anything like that but we have made the assets and starting to make the code work so that these assets can interact with each other and all that kind of stuff so like just... as you can see i'm working on maps which takes a lot of time but i'm i'm making maps uh day by day trying to make a scene every week Oh, so you're also building levels too, like yeah. Doing them. Oh, cool. So you're doing all of it, basically. Yeah, pretty pretty much. But like I said, I, the team does help every once in a while whenever I do ask for help for like models and stuff. But pretty much everything else I do. So let's let's break that down. So what? How'd you? So you started learning programming. Didn't you start learning like 3D modeling? Did you take any courses, or you just kind of like let me just build this and see what happens? <laughs> that that's pretty much how it went. I I don't know. I I got really motivated whenever I started learning. So. Pretty much, it was just going straight to YouTube, trying to figure out what is what, and then that's how it went. I started with programming. I, I'm really good at that now. Then I moved on to modeling, texturing, materials, all that kind of stuff. I still haven't learned particle systems that well yet, but I did move on throughout all the different categories in game development. 
at some point. Awesome. Now, for people who, like, you know, do programming and feel like you did and I did, like, where we get stuck and it's too difficult, how did you really start to get it, like, in your head, like, hey, the, this is what's really important. This is what I have to understand so that way I can then program it correctly on Unreal. Because Unreal is its own beast, as Aaron would tell me. <laughs> so I did um, experience that as well. Um, but this project is made completely in Blueprint. Ah, so okay. That's a, it makes it a little bit easier than, like, just uh, handwriting code. But it's still you still have to get, like, the grasp of the concept of these functions working together that's true yeah yeah blueprint's interesting because it's there's some things that just work right just because it's designed for that whereas like c plus plus you kind of have to like loop around to get the same results do you plan to do any type of like c plus plus with it or is it just blueprint i actually did experiment with it a little bit but i currently don't know c plus plus so i'm mm. probably gonna have to learn a little bit on it i did buy a book so I probably will learn a bit of the C++ and then try to implement that on things that I can't do with Blueprint. Okay. Like save files, that kind of stuff, because some of that stuff can't be like saved to specific locations, all that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. Awesome. And so when you said you started learning programming, what language are you learning? Well, um, when I first started programming, I was using Unity, so I was pretty much using JavaScript and C Sharp. Hey. So that, those were the two programming languages that I started with and learned. Did you? Uh, what did you make in that Unity? Did you play around, and make some like small stuff? Uh, pretty much all the all of the projects I've done were like literally Kingdom Hearts based. So I was literally just trying to make Kingdom Hearts for for the longest time, and that was just like the goal before making my own project. So did you feel like all... um like it's just an overwhelming project when you started. Because that's kind of how I felt, because at one point I was just like, I kind of want to make Kingdom Hearts 2 combat, and I just failed miserably. <laughs> so, like, um, it did feel overwhelming at the beginning, but I, was, um, I wasn't focused on making it be finished, if that makes sense. I was mainly using it as a learning tool. Which is to a great, yeah. Engine. So I was like, let's learn how to do this, and then eventually over the few months I was working on it, it added up, and they all worked together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good when you get stuff like that you're not sure if it would work, and then you compile it, you play it, and you're like, oh my god, it actually works just like I wanted. Finally, after months of like struggling. But, um, yeah, so we have a thing where we like say, don't make oh, wow. So, Kevin, that yeah? months and months of struggling is just you. <laughs> is it? <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just burning you. Because <laughs> yeah. then it's a problem. I'm gonna go back to my ex, ex what's it called, existential dread. Just need to, yeah, just need to go back to Jacksonville and start crying. We get yeah, it. I failed. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's funny. So you were doing JavaScript and C Sharp. So then, like, you just jumped into Unreal. I want to know like that process between like, hey, I want to go in Unreal now and. Because I know a lot of people have, a, it's difficult, even I, when I first started, switching from Unity to Unreal. How did you, like, process that? I took that jump, too. Yeah, I'd be curious how. So, um, it was, I intentionally didn't want to learn Unreal, so that, I think that's kind of funny now to say out loud. But I was going to use Unity for the longest, but um, I don't know if you know him, but uh, Caleb Moore on Twitter, he, um, we were working on a project together. And then he switched over to Unreal, and he had some amazing 
uh, Kingdom Hearts work on there, and I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta get that in real if I want to help him out. And and then at the time, I didn't, re- I was still making terrible looking things <laughs> in my eyes. At least I didn't like how my stuff looked. So oh, we all. let's go into Unreal and try to achieve what he achieved. So he kind of inspired me to switch over to Unreal directly. So I switched over. I literally just downloaded it that day and then just started trying to do stuff. What did you did you make a, a light switch or what was your first thing you did? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the first thing I did was try to like make some models. And then I did make like some random blueprint thing. I don't even remember. I tried to mess with the blueprint, but it was confusing since I was writing in C Sharp and JavaScript and it was like mm-hmm. visual. So I was like, this is foreign. I don't know what this is. Mm-hmm. What is this box? <laughs> I didn't know how it worked. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm used to just typing it out. Why have to use boxes? But now you're like, this is the best thing ever. Yes, it, it definitely is really good now. So right when That's you were like, the only thing I use. True. But yeah, I mean, how can you go wrong with blueprints and then the en- on engine Unreal? Like, you can get so much amazing stuff with that engine. Like the game now, looking at it, oh my gosh, it's beautiful. The Kingdom Hearts two pictures you post and then real. Yes, <sighs> dude, dude. That's why I saw that. I was like, no way, this is actually happening. This is, this is cool. I- I'm trying my hardest. I'm trying my hardest. Not to take your time, man. And I think it's funny because um. I, I look at the project so much that I'm I'm looking at these scenes and I'm like, man, I could have made this better. And then everyone else is like, this is amazing. Well, I mean, I'm like, this is trash. I guess it's just because like, you're creating something that like is already made, so you're it's basically just a better version of what already was there. That's why I'm like, it looks great. But I guess you I guess you can improve it. Yeah, what what are some things you're talking about? Like which scenes? Um, I it's not really any. Scene particularly, oh, yeah, but I like whenever I'm just working in it in general, mm-hmm. I'm looking at it and I it's like my eyes get null to it, so it's like mm-hmm. I just look at this and I'm like, this looks okay. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't like how other people see it, they haven't seen it before. I've seen it too many times, and I'm just sitting there like, man, I, w- I want to get that feeling again where it's like, this is breathtaking. Did I make that? Oh, if you make the whole thing, like I think you'll definitely have that at the end. You'll be like, oh, "No way, we yeah. did this." Yeah, and then yeah, I, so, I think it'll be good once once it's completed. Mm-hmm. How long do you think you have left? I have I no idea. Be realistic with the yeah, because I like I said, um, I didn't really like plan to complete this. It was mainly just like a learning tool, so I just did it just to do it, and then and whatever then, it comes out of it was the outcome. Uh, and then you just started posting it. People were like, yo, make this yeah. happen or we're going <laughs> to destroy you. <laughs> That's pretty much how that went. And then, um, <laughs> so, so I'm just like, well, do okay. this, do this now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it's great because you have a, it's a lot of people in that community now, right? The Discord. Yes, it, it's, a, it's a lot of people. So I, I started working on it and. I still take breaks and that kind of thing, but like I, I didn't really have it like a main focus to be like, let's finish this. Well, yeah, because it's kind of a big project. Like, <laughs> realistically, you're probably like, I don't know, I'll just learn how to make a few things and then I'll be ready to go and go apply to a studio or blah, blah, blah. And now they're like, hey, uh, in fact, you make the whole game 
and uh, you're like, okay, all right. It's kind of like making <laughs> WoW. Like you're like, don't don't make WoW. Don't make Kingdom Hearts the whole game. Don't make. <laughs> yeah. But like you're like, I'm gonna do it anyways. <laughs> Pr- pretty much. Yeah. But I think I'll get there eventually. Yeah. It's it's coming along great. I haven't run in, into any like roadblocks or anything. So. Yeah. I mean, it seems like you you what's on stream steaming along, moving along quickly. With at least your learning curve, right? Like, do you feel like because you have this project, because you know exactly what you need to create, like you're you're learning quicker? Yes, I, I definitely do feel like that. Um, like especially with the current project that I'm working on, that's not Kingdom Hearts. I I run into kind of a few blocks whenever I'm working on it because I'm like, I don't even know what I'm trying to make. So I feel like I have to start planning out more, and that's definitely an important step. It looks cool. You got like a sword that attaches to the wrist. Yeah. Something <laughs> like wrap around the wrist. What's the general idea? Or are you just trying to experiment and mess around with stuff? So I did have um, some ideas for it at first, um, but my goal is to make it like the modern day trying. That's what I want it to feel like in the end. Oh my gosh! Dude, so that's so... that's my goal. That's my goal for that project in particular. I want it uh, to be like the modern day Tron. You're in the cyberspace, doing cyberspace stuff. <laughs> it already looks sick. How long have you been working on this one? This personal project. Uh, this one's been, it's been like four months now. Well, I, how I work is I don't really like, because whenever people ask me questions like this, where, how long have you been working on this? Um, I work based on how I feel. So, pretty much, if I feel like I'm tired. I'm not going to go work on it. So I just work on it whenever I get a uh, burst of motivation. So mm-hmm. every other day or so. But I've been trying to make it a priority to work on every day. Mm-hmm. And for anybody who wants to, like, is going to go check it out. How, how, let's break down, like, how did you do all of the animation and the, the particles? Because the, when you, like, aim and it shoots the red, black things, like, that's, that's really cool. Like, how would you, somebody just beginning being like, yo, how do I make this scene? How did you start off with the scene? Like, did you have a plan? And then you started creating it, the programming, then you started adding the assets. What was your process? So, um, the process on that was, I had the the plan out that I wanted it, What basically I planned out what I wanted the game to be. Like, yeah. um, so, I don't know if you're familiar with Trello. It's like a, Yes. Like a board. Yeah. So I used that and I um set up a bunch of different boards on one board and planned out ideas that I wanted. I developed the character. I uh, 3D modeled him, rigged him up, and then animated him based what did on you all the in ideas. Blender or in, in Blender? Uh, it was in okay. Blender. So I it took a lot of time to animate, but yeah, I love the uh, jumps, the slashes, the. When you say a long time, like how long are we talking? Like a couple weeks or like? It's, it's been about a few weeks. Okay. Yeah, it's been about a few weeks working on that, working on the animation swarm. But I am getting better at it, so I'm able to make an animation every hour now. If I'm sitting every down hour? and focused at it, <laughs> if right. I'm sitting down focused, I'll make one animation an hour. For anybody who just hasn't done animation, like what what is the process for creating an animation? So um, my my process for creating an animation is I'll 
you'll you'll either get a source so like you could either find something online that you want to animate or you could either just draw out the different steps in that animation if you have your own idea and then okay. you would literally animate it frame by frame set up um trying to explain it in the right way so all animation really is is just like a bunch of different steps if you want to see it that way i so get that like make, different steps, make it step different by frames. step yeah okay. different frames is different steps so start off by making uh the start pose and then make the middle pose and then you develop everything else off of those now when you're in blender are you able to uh export it and import it into unreal like with different the root motion and without root motion like how to or did you just have a regular animation because i know they have that with different asset packs i never really understood how so, they um, make that i be believe you can actually yes you can um export blender with root motion uh personally i i just animate it without moving them mm. okay. so i don't really ever have to use any of those kind of settings and then i usually do all the mathematics for the force applied inside of unreal ah the mathematics that's that's always fun did now is that something you like struggle with too or was it something that just came like oh just you know do this and that <laughs> it and it'll work it. yeah. while, I was, while i was coding it just came with it <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. just just started coding and then i'm like oh Boom. i have to do this i yeah. have to make make this I feel like it's something you acquire, if, especially if you're not very good with math in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's something you'll acquire as you code, as you code more often. Now, what process do you use to make the animation? Do you have, like, a whole behavior system? Do you have the different, like, animations connected? I, it's kind of hard with the whole um, AI blueprint or animation blueprint, but, like, how is it, like, very complicated, or is it just simply, like, when this happens, this animation is played? Like, how did you... So um, so um, for Unreal, they have animation blueprints yeah. that um you can create, and that goes on top. It's it's similar to um the Unity version, like a tree kinda. So you can make a tree of different animations that you would like to do. Um, but for different actions, like if you're trying to make a, a tack or like yeah. Like my combo system that I made, you have to um, use an animation montage, mm -hmm. and I use a montage which interrupts that that whole blueprint, that whole mm -hmm. animation blueprint. It'll interrupt that just to do that action. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So for specific actions, you use a montage that interrupts the code on that blueprint. But for any other action, like the idle animation to the running, then you use the blueprint to code and use that tree to make it do that action so even for my character right now i have the blueprint set up to where his walk and his run speed is based off of your your controller stick on your playstation controller or your xbox controller so the does however much force you put on that stick he'll walk slower or he'll start running faster so it Genius. makes it blend Mm -hmm. based on the speed of your character in-game. Genius. And then for 
the dash backwards, like the one where you like go back. How did you do that? Did you just basically when he moves backwards, do like a little like like a little bit faster speed? Because he like the way he dodges back is pretty cool. So is that yeah, easy? yeah, yeah. So like stuff like I'm that. It seems simple, but like that. yeah, I noticed it. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that you did notice that because that that actually took a long time to, to get down. I knew it. I'm like something like that seems simple, but like it really isn't. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, this is gonna be easy, yeah. and then I really couldn't do it at first but i spent i literally spent like a whole day trying to fix that so i spent the day so how that works is i make it where it could it tracks the movement input that you're giving so i have a function set up that whenever you hit the back button or any mm -hmm. movement at all it tracks it and it keeps it saves and stores that data that you put on that stick so, if you're moving the stick backward, downward, then I have a, a if statement set up. So, if you're doing that, and then you hit the dash button, then it goes on to move on to the code where it plays that montage of him doing that backflip. Hey, and then you but can I also have the it, particles, right? Yeah, you have like a little blue thing that pops up when you move backwards or forward. Yeah. You're dashing. That's cool, too. See? Yeah, I have that oh. set up on his animations. This is so cool. I can't wait to see that project come. You're doing a lot of stuff, bro. You're doing a personal project <laughs> yeah. in Kingdom Hearts 2. How do you have time for all this? Uh, COVID? <laughs> hey, yeah, basically. Um, wow. I feel like I I work fast. But and then again, it's like a down downward spiral. If I'm, if I'm not motivated, I'm not going to work. But if I am motivated, I work very fast. Is there, like, moments when you push yourself, like... Do you, I guess, like, why do you sometimes not feel motivated? You just wake up, you're like, I don't want to do it. I just don't want to do it. <laughs> well, I do have a job as well. Okay, I, that I makes work sense. At there we go. I work hey, at Starbucks, okay. so, um, if I'm tired from work, I'm not going to go work on something else when I get okay, back, because yeah. I, I already work. I put my work in for the day. That's true, true. Okay. Yeah, so you just basically work on when you're, like, you're motivated on those days, or your free time when you're not working at Starbucks. Yeah. Whenever I'm not working. Which is probably how long? Days. Like four hours a day, or you work on it pretty much all day? Um, This is pretty much my hobby, so I pretty much work on it until I don't feel like doing it anymore, which is pretty much all day. Wow. Unless I feel like playing games. <laughs> but Dang. So do you feel like, okay, so for anybody who wants to create something like the Kingdom Hearts 2 remake, or even the little thing you made, is there, like, a lot of time you need to put in? Like, do you need to, like, sacrifice hanging out with friends, sacrifice other things, sac so that you can then focus all your attention on learning and creating what you want to create? I will say um, you don't have to sacrifice time, mm -hmm. but it would benefit if you did, but you don't okay. have to. Um I can still do whatever I want to whenever, <laughs> like I can go hang out with friends and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I do it all the time, and I, I still make a lot of progress. Um, I, I say just set up a schedule for yourself. Mm -hmm. Make yourself have a time management that works the best for you, so you're not tired and exhausted and not want to do it anymore. Because I feel like that would be the main problem if you were doing a lot of things at once. You would be tired and don't want to do it. No, that's just, a, just set it yeah. up in a time time uh, way that you can effectively do it. So you don't even have to work that much your day on a project. 
True. Like even today, right before the stream, <laughs> I I went and I did some code on my character, and then I just stepped away, and I can go back to it whenever I need to, or I want to. Mm-hmm. That's good. Now this one's a question, personal question, but like, what do you do when you try something and it just doesn't work, like at all, and you spent like hours and hours and hours, and you do it again the next thing, and it just still doesn't work. And like, how do you keep yourself pro- like progressing? Because I've had that where you just make something, and you're like, oh yeah, I really wanted to make this, and I kind of got it, but like, not really, not at all, not even close. And then I don't, I've instead of feeling like I learned anything that day, I feel like I just wasted time, like trying to fight the engine, fight the this, fight that. Like, what do you, what do you do? I have. An I've been, I've that been there too. many times. I've got a great answer for that one, but I lost. Go it. for it. Go for it. No, I lost it. <laughs> no. <laughs> we all need to know that. Yeah, so no, I have we the all, perfect answer answers. to the ultimate question about the meaning of life, the universe, and everything. But and I then, forgot uh, my pen, and I didn't write it down. <laughs> that's a shame. Hopefully we can find it. In so, no, I mean, seriously, chest. though, you know, when, what you have learned in all of that failure is a bunch of things not to do. That's the way you got to look at it. True. You know what? what? What you learned is a bunch of ways that doesn't solve your problem. That's that's actually a valuable thing. That means I'm insane because I've been trying to do the same thing, even though it doesn't work for the longest time. Well, if you're trying to do the same thing over and over again, then maybe uh, that might be a little bit less useful. But yeah. <laughs> Well, this is more like a year ago, but yeah, I've learned from then. But yeah, I'm gonna stop doing all that. I think I should do what another guy said too. Is like sometimes just like prototype it in Blueprint, so that way like you can get it working, and then be like, all right, let me just convert it now to C plus plus for some things. At least that way I'm like progressing, because like that's my thing. Like I'm like all gun ho, and I'm like, but then like nothing happens for a couple of days, and I'm like, maybe this isn't the project for me. That's usually what I my thought process goes. So let me do a simpler project, and then I'll do it, and sometimes I'll progress pretty well. And I'm like, again, maybe I should be doing a simpler project, and then simpler, and then simpler. You know, again, it's the same thing though. Each of those different times, you're learning a bunch of different things, and mm-hmm. I, you know, for me, it definitely there was kind of a moment that was kind of a eureka moment. Like mm-hmm. I, I learned enough things that it all just kind of clicked together and I think that's all it is it just takes time you just yeah. have to learn all of those little things that work and all of the little things that don't work and, and just keep practicing at it I mean, <laughs> that's ultimately really what it comes down to you know 10,000 yeah. hours as they say mm-hmm. hours and hours and hours I mean I, I'm never like I don't have that I'm gonna give up it's more just like hmm stuck in a fork in a road but We'll figure it out. But it's it's coming a lot. Like, compared to where it was, like, three years ago. Like, even the fact we're having a conversation on a reel, I'm like, I yeah. pretty much, yeah, I'm like, oh, I actually understand. Before, I'm like, oh, I don't understand anything. <laughs> what has been the hardest part of the Kingdom Hearts project? Um, Give, give me a second to think about this one. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I, personally, I think the hardest thing is... Living up to the expectations. That's that's pretty much how I feel about it. I feel like I oh, no. have to <laughs> make sure that it's perfect because in my eyes, this was the best game. So I was like, whenever I'm working on this, I'm like, I have to make sure that this is how I would have imagined it and how everyone else would have imagined it. 
so that can be great. When you get your first cutscene, I want to see it. I want to just like see it all on a reel and be like, no way, no way. <sighs> you should do the yeah, scene yeah. where uh, uh, they release Sora. That that will get me in the feels. I'll be like, <laughs> that moment always gets me pumped up. That's why I'm surprised when you you say you only played the second one. I was like, no, dude, that scene right there is so impactful if you play the first one. So. Yeah, I'll probably work on that one then. Yeah, thank just you. Just maybe, just maybe. <laughs> just maybe. Don't, don't live up yet. to my expectations. There's no expectations. I'm just saying. <laughs> don't feel pressured. But even then, like, how do you deal with that? Do you, like, just kind of take it in and, like, all right, cool. I got a community. You don't have to be make, like, perfect stuff. And it pushes you to work harder. But, like, does it ever bring you down? Um, I've, I've never had a moment where it brought me down. Um, That's good. Whenever I do ever feel like something's going to lead to that, I just take a break, step away from it for a while. Um, I'll be able to come back to it, of course. There's no time <laughs> limits for me, at least. Uh, I, I set it up to where I don't have a time limit. So I work, <laughs> work, I work on how I feel. And then the release date or whenever that is, <laughs> is de- depending on how I felt whenever I was developing it. Yeah, I like that. You're very just like, if I feel like it, I'll do it. If I don't, I don't. And that's it. It's the secret yeah, to life, it's, right? It's just a, it's just a, I just set it up to a way that it works best for me because I know how I, how I work. And that's something that everyone else is different at. Everyone yeah, has sure. different way they work. I just know how I work. And then I set it up to benefit me in the way that I work. Beautiful. That's another reason why like, I love getting so many different people on this podcast because it's just you get to show different ways of how it works for different people. So some 3D modelers have, might have their own system and someone else might have a different one. Programmers, all the same. It's just like, yeah, like there's just different ways to do different of the same thing. Find the one that works for you. Double down on that. And then just go. Don't worry about what are people are doing. Don't don't judge yourself based on what people are doing. Just look at your stuff and say, am I better than I was yesterday? And just keep doing that. At least that's how I keep myself going forward. <laughs> Do you have like a thing where you're like, I just got to be a little bit better every day? Or even then, you're just like, I'm just going to make stuff. And if it's good, it's good. If it's not, I got to do better. <laughs> well, I feel like that's completely different. So I do try to push myself to do new things. Like, um, even with every scene in this project, I've tried to make it uh, look better than the last scene to the point where even now I still have assets that I need to go and replace because I improved them. And so I feel like you do have to improve, but like I said, in your own rate and a way that makes you comfortable and that you can continue to flow naturally without ever having to feel like you have to give up. Mm, I like that. And then every day before you start your like routine or your your, your work on the game, how do you plan it out at all? Do you, you say like, today I'm gonna work on this one concept and just that, or do you like again how you feeling like maybe I'll do this for an hour and then maybe I'll do the modeling for an hour and then maybe this? How's it all? So for that, you? I say it's a it's a mix of both. Um, if I have like goals I want to meet, like um whenever I release my builds for this game, okay, I have goals that I write down the day that I release the last build. 
because when, the day I release any build on this Kingdom Hearts project, I already start planning for the next one the same day. And then I write a list down of what I want to be inside of the next build. And then I, whenever I feel like working, I go to the computer. I'll decide which one I want to do that day. Mm-hmm. Or I'll just go with the flow and just make anything if I don't feel like doing anything on that list. So it's a mix of both. I'll either pick a task or I'll just make something that makes me happy in that moment. Like, hey, I created that. Yeah. Awesome. Get those easy wins. Get those things be like, I did it. Because it's yes. a hard thing, too. You need that, especially when it comes to things that don't work all the time or take a long time to build. But, like, yeah, have those things where you're like, hey, at least I did this part. It works. Tomorrow I'll do yeah. it more and improve it upon it. And then the next day I'll come back. And then one day I'm like, oh, cool. I got a level where I can fight people when they do cool stuff. Yeah, because like like I say, um, anything is better than doing nothing. So, any small step <laughs> towards the goal. Like they say, they add up. Yeah, you can only write a book by writing the book. You can only make a game by making the game. Facts. That's true. What? So, what else do you? What are you trying to do? Like, become work at a studio, make your own studio. Your goals. So, um, my goal is I do want to create my own studio. Okay. Um, this game that I'm working on right now, I'll be releasing to Steam. I've already got the the license for it, so awesome. whenever I finish it, I can just upload it on there and attempt to create a studio. That that's been my goal since the beginning. Make my own studio. Uh, make enjoyable games for people to play, and quality games for people to play as well. Mm-hmm. There you go. Enjoyable and quality games. Perfect. You're set. So, is that what our three is for? Like the, the yeah, thing yeah. you have on Twitter? <laughs> hey, how'd you come up with that? Just... Um, it was it was a thing I when I was younger. Um, this was before I actually started doing game development. So, I was drawing at the time, and <laughs> I suck at drawing, so I couldn't draw. So my my thing was I wanted to redraw whatever I mess up on. So that that's what I came up with. It was to redraw. So that's pretty much what I do now. If I feel like I mess up on anything, um, redoing it is always going to be the option for me. Like even then, the mis- small mistakes, you can just try to redo. Okay. And the three, is that just because it kind of goes to draw or... Well, it because it was just because I was drawing at the time, so. <laughs> oh, at three years old. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait. When I was doing like art, when I was drawing, ah. and I messed it up. Gotcha. So. And are you good at art now? Have you been messing around with art for like the UI and the Kingdom Hearts or nah? Um, I have some people on the team working with the the icons for that. Well, like mm-hmm. the faces and stuff. But yeah. I'm trying to decide if I want to do it animated or just. Just keep the same pictures from Kingdom Hearts 2. So I'm still working on the HUD for, for the Kingdom Hearts yeah. project. Because the thing was, I I'm, I coded the system for the command bar. So you can literally use the controller and everything to manage that and transform and all that kind of stuff. But oh, cool. then I messed up the code. So I, I had to redo it. But I don't know what happened. You just messed around with some things and broke it. Well, I... I I made it in a way that it wasn't so um, in Kingdom Hearts 2 you basically there's different kinds of styles for it so you'd use different artwork each time 
so I was just like, oh man, I did, didn't code this in a way that it would match with the different images it's going to switch out with when you go mm-hmm. to a different world. Ah, got you. So, oh I, yeah, I that's a little hard, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to re- remake the system and make it uh, swap out each blueprint based on where world you're in, that kind of stuff. Have you started doing the gummy ship battles? Actually, uh started doing some gummy stuff, but I, I haven't made like the battles yet. But mm-hmm. I, I'm, honestly, I'm not even um, worried about that. That's not even any of my concerns. Because <laughs> oh, that's, that's concern. something I love. That's like my, one of my favorite parts of the game. Yeah. Just go because it's so cool. It's like one of the things that I didn't think was possible about like going to different planets. But now that I look back to much too, I'm like, that's what Kingdom Hearts 2 was. You take a spaceship, you fly through the little gates, and you go to a different planet. I was like, this is my um, No Man's Sky, but better. <laughs> yeah. I, I do have someone on the team that's very expertise in the gummy, so um, he's going to be working with me to to manage that. Because I do have a different way I'm going to be doing it than from Kingdom Hearts 2 way. It's going to be a mix of the Kingdom Hearts 3 way. So, like, you'll be able to explore openly. Mm, I like At that, least yeah. that's my plan. <laughs> At least that's my, my goal. But I okay. will have the option where you can just use the other way as well. So. Oh, okay, cool, cool. And then you're going to have that editor where you can build your own gummy ship? Yeah. I've been ch- experimenting with that as well. Because usually how it works is whenever I'm not working on it, I can't get this get the coding <laughs> mindset out of my head. So... Whenever I'm like at work or even just like walking, I'm just thinking I can like program it in my head. I'm like, this is how this is going to work. So whenever I get back to the computer, I can just write it all down. So you've been thinking about like the editor and how you're going to program that? Yeah, I've been so thinking like, about It's, that it's kind, kind of, of like making your own engine essentially because you have to make the whole cubes and the, the different. Yep. <laughs> so like how, how would you do that? How'd you, what have you been thinking lately? Um, so... What I've been thinking is, uh, this is probably going to get a little bit complex, but that's fine. So, um, I was thinking of making like, so for the grid, I could literally just make like an array value, and then just put a bunch of different objects in our array, and okay. then for the block types, I can make just a structure, um, so like a list of every item that can be placed in that array, <laughs> and then. It's a 3D array of voxels. So it's just going to be um, whatever you placed on that that block is just going to spawn it into that. So each array, I'm going to have a point. So like I'll set a bunch of different objects in a cube, of course. And mm-hmm. then each one of those are connected to one output on that array. And then whatever you have you set that array to, it's just going to spawn it in that, that point. <laughs> Dang, it sounds like you've been thinking about this for a long time. But yeah, sounds, <laughs> yeah. that's why I was like, when you explain it, because Aaron's been doing voxel farming, so like, stuff like that, I was like, oh yeah, they're probably correlated, probably together. So, yeah, I'm just curious. I'm just trying to think, like, because like, when I'm looking at that game, I'm like, how would you break this apart and like, put it together? And I'm just like that, doing That's it. literally what I thought when I first saw it. I was like, yeah. man, I just realized I have to make this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just doing it. I'm just thinking about it. I'll probably just message you. Be like, so did you think about it like this? And I'll be like, yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm on the right track. But yeah. 
How much? So you say you have people working on the game with you? Like, how did that happen? You just people were like, "Hey, can I help work on the game with you?" <laughs> that that's pretty much how it had, and then that's pretty much how it happened. And then I did have people from past projects that are helping out with it as well. So mm-hmm. I'm very open to the idea of other people helping because, um, like I said, I created this project to learn. So when I did share it to the public and other people are like, hey, can I help? I'm like, yeah, I can um, help you learn and you can get some experience with this. Yeah. And it helps you learn to handle a team. <laughs> yes. It's like double whammy. Yeah. Now, that's actually another thing, too. How have you discovered anything working with different people that you were like, oh, I didn't know this? <laughs> that actually has happened a lot. Um, it, it's been so long, but, but I do pick up on things that people are doing differently. I'm like, oh, that that's the best way to do that. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this a weird way. That's good. Not anything like bad where you were like, oh, I need to learn more how to like you know, put stuff in version control or, like, explain things to how I'm doing it to the people or, like, do you run into trouble like that with working with other people? Um, I haven't really run into any issues with with working with other people um, on the team. I feel like it's mainly just just collecting because, like I said, I handle everything, so I'm the only person with the Unreal project, so whatever they do, they send it over and then I have to, you know, I go into Blender, I check the poly counts, and then I clean up the geometry and all that kind of stuff. And then I'll import it into the project once I'm sure that there's no issues with it. Wow. Cool. So I'm, I'm like the verification. I, I verify. Yeah, you make sure everything works. Wow. And you're all self-taught, right? This is just you learning your stuff on your own? Yeah. Wow. That's impressive, man. I love it. I love seeing all these <laughs> self-taught people be like making amazing stuff. It's amazing. So uh, I want to ask this question because I haven't asked it in a long time on this podcast. But do you think people need to go to uh, college for uh, game development? <laughs> Might be um, biased. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I personally didn't go to college for game development, so I wouldn't know the benefits or the downfalls mm-hmm. from that, doing that. But um, I don't think you have to. I feel like it's competitive if you don't, because yeah. of course the degree backs everything down, backs everything up that you can do. But if you can build a portfolio that's like out of this world, there's a chance that kind of like probably, what you're doing. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, the thing that yeah, the thing that college proves is that you can finish a project. But if yeah. you have a portfolio that proves you can finish a project, then there you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Just, now, what's it called? Is there anything you wish you did differently when you started to learn? Uh, I actually haven't really thought of that. Uh, I mean, I probably wish I wouldn't have slacked off so much because <laughs> that's that's my mentality. Whenever I feel like working, I work. Whenever I don't, I don't. Maybe I shouldn't have slacked off so much. Th- that would be the only thing. I would regret, I guess, because I probably mm. would know more. But True. that's yeah, not it's really like, it's always time. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's always yeah. time. So there's not like I don't regret it. But what's your favorite part of what you've created so far in the Kim Arts game? Um, 
I think I, I think I like the, just the maps the most. I I really like building the environments. That's that's pretty much like my favoriteest thing to do on the project is making the maps because like like I said, we haven't seen them like this before and mm-hmm, that's true. And then the fact that it's it's look it looks great and then everyone else thinks so, I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like just staring at it like <laughs> that's crazy. I actually made that. Now for the Sora, Donald, and the Goofy assets, did you make those or are they available? Because I've noticed I've seen other people with the same thing. I was like, is it just available somewhere? I don't know about it. Yeah, um, I found them online. Uh, people post them around like on DeviantArt and that kind of stuff. So I was oh, like, cool. oh, nice. I'll use that. Oh, wow. Okay. And then I uh, rigged them to the the PlayStation 2 models. And that's how I got the animation. Mm. Yeah, because the animation looks so smooth. I'm like, it's just like the game. For for the uh, which was probably my favorite. Oh yeah, the drive forms. Those. How did you do that? You just like, yeah. How did you do that? <laughs> so for uh, the drive forms. Yeah. Uh, this one's actually pretty simple. It wasn't that hard to do. I think the only issue right now is I'm having is whenever you transform, the camera resets. So if you're looking at like your back. And then you just transform. It's gonna snap back to the forward position. The camera's not gonna mm. be in the same position. That's the only p- problem I've had with them. But um, how those work is, I'm not too sure if you're familiar with Unreal, but there's uh, characters, player characters. Is yeah. the blueprint name for it? Uh, each drive form is its own uh, player character. Uh, yeah, are they like child of the same? Like a base drive form, and then you just made like different functionalities for each one they were actually um they were all based off of source so i didn't make them childs of the blueprint mm, okay. so they're on their own even individual blueprints because they all do different things yeah i was going to do it where they were going to be childs but i was like they're all doing different things and they have different rules to them so they really do yeah i could just uh, just have them on their own thing and then just modify what i need to and then I can call it from whatever I need to. So I, I use a player controller because that one's not going to change at all. The player controller, it controls what form you're using. And it also tells the pause menu what form you're using so it can swap out all that information. Wow. Okay. So oh, that makes sense to me in a way. I just I wish I could see it because that would be cool to like see how all of that is put together. Yeah, I've, uh, I've said that I'm going to make a video breaking down mm-hmm. some stuff. Oh, that'd be cool. Um, yeah, start doing like little, like, yeah, breakdowns would be cool. Get the community excited. Like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it, it'd be in- informational for a lot of developers out there. So mm-hmm. I, I've been considering it. I just haven't got gotten around to doing it because uh, I just <laughs> I just haven't done it. That's yet. fine. Yeah. In time. In time. But I, I want to because I mainly want to make it where I can literally break down everything so you can see and I, I want to voice over it, edit the video so that it can be in a fashion that everyone can understand because not everyone is programmers and and developers. So, yeah, yeah. So that you, it's like, for instance, probably half this podcast, most people would be like, what are they talking about? What is a, what is an animation blueprint? What <laughs> It's like, yeah, it's Unreal. Unreal's a lot of fun. A lot of cool stuff you can do in it. Yeah. <laughs> Blueprints is 
pretty sweet. Just visual coding. Now, for anybody who we're, we're going to go near the end of the podcast, so we're going to let's talk about like what advice would you give for somebody who starting out that they what they can take out of this episode? Like, what would you tell them? Um, they want to start with Unreal and stuff. So, if you want to start with Unreal and start game development in general, mm-hmm. I will say uh, put your time in, definitely study, and make sure that you're learning the correct information because um, if you learn the wrong information, you're going to mess up and then you won't know that you're messing up because that's what you were learned, what you were taught by someone else. Um, Also, (laughs) don't give up because it's very time consuming, very time consuming. And sometimes you'll want to like literally slam your head into a wall being frustrated (laughs) with some code or something. Mm hmm. <laughs> so that that's that's the most important part. Stay stay focused on the goal because sometimes it can be very stressful, especially if it's something that you've been working on for a while or having problems with for a while. So as I will say that it's gonna be it's gonna be a journey, but mm-hmm. you have to pull through it. Yes, I love that. I'm gonna remember it every day. You gotta pull through it because John said so. You gotta pull through. <laughs> So, <laughs> for the end of the episode, we do a challenge. So, if you can come up with a challenge for the GameDev.TV uh, community, this is the people listening, something they could do after this podcast. It could be anything. And you could take your time to think about it. If you are a new developer and you're starting off, I will want to challenge you to make one thing today. Make one thing, anything. It could be a code. It could be a material, a texture, a character. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Make make something. <laughs> make one thing. If you're just working do on it. a project, <laughs> yeah. If you're working on a project, make one thing. If you're starting off, make something that you haven't done before. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that whole. That's, I've forgotten like three people say something sort of like that, where it's like do something you'll normally do. If you're a coder, do three modeling. If you're you know, an audio guy, do some drawing or do some programming. Just, like, try different things and, and expand your mindset, expand the way you see how games are made. And it just helps overall because then you, like, you kind of you can understand how different processes work. So you're like, oh, okay, cool, I'm going to make this model, but now I understand that, like, I have to make it a certain way so it fits with the program and blah, blah, blah. So. Yes, yes. All that good stuff. Cool. Well, yeah, it's been great. This has been a lot of fun. I'm excited about your project. I'm excited about the things you're making, the Tron game. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Thank you. I, I do appreciate you inviting me to the podcast. I'd like to say thank you for that. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. And yeah, so uh, thank you. And uh, we're going to hand the mic to you to end it off with any last minute shout outs, tips, whatever you want to end it off with. And thanks for coming on. And the mic is all yours. I'd like to say thanks everyone for listening um, I hope you got some information out of this and you could use any of the information that I provided to help you in your future endeavors well that's it thanks for listening you can find all courses at gamebiv.tv or in the show notes at a discounted price get started with your game development journey today